ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله amma ba'd today then the topic is nisbatun ni'am ila ghayrillah attributing blessings to other than allah associating blessings to other than allah al-shaykh al-fawzan says sabaqa al-kalam an hukm nisbati al-matar إلى الأنواء والاستسقاء بها. He said we already spoke about the issue of associating or attributing the rain to the stars and the constellations and their movements and appearances, and also seeking rainfall via them. Those topics regarding the stars we already spoke about. وَالْكَلَامُ الْآنَ فِي حُكْمِ نِسْبَةِ النِّعَمُ عُمُومًا إِلَىٰ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ This chapter now is more general, generally speaking, the issue of attributing or associating blessings to other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِنَّ الْاَعْتِرَافَ بِفَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَإِنْعَامِهِ وَالْقِيَامِ بِشُكْرِهِ مِنْ صَمِيمِ الْعَقِيدَةِ To acknowledge the virtues of Allah and His great favors and blessings upon you and to be upon the gratitude and thankfulness to Allah is from the core of our aqeedah to recognize and to acknowledge the virtues of Allah upon us and His blessings upon us and then to be upright in our gratitude to Him, our thankfulness to Allah, that's from the core of Aqeedah. لِأَنَّ مَنْ نَسَبَ النِّعْمَةَ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِ مُلِّيهَا that as for the one who associates the blessings to other than the one who gives it, and that is of course Allah, فَقَدْ كَفَرَهَا Then that person has or uh, disbelieved in them or rejected them, وَأَشْرَكَ بِاللَّهِ بِنِسْبَتِهَا إِلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ And has associated alongside Allah partners, committed shirk by claiming that these blessings are from others besides Allah. قال تعالى يعرفون نعمة الله ثم ينكرونها وأكثرهم الكافرون that they recognize and they know the blessing of Allah but then they still reject it and the majority of them are disbelievers قال بعض المفسرين some of the scholars of tafsir they said about that يعرفون أن النعمة من عند الله they know that the blessings have come from Allah. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْمُنْعِمُ عَلَيْهِمْ بِذَلِكَ And that it is Allah who has blessed them with those blessings. وَلَكِنَّهُمْ يُنْكِرُونَ ذَلِكَ But they reject it 
They reject that even though they know those blessings are from Allah and that it is Allah who has blessed them with them, but they still reject that. They claim that these blessings, they have inherited them from their forefathers instead. Others, they say, was it not for such and such? Then it would not have occurred as such and such. وَبَعْضُهُمْ يَقُولُ بِشَفَاعَةِ آلِهَتِنَا And some of them say that these blessings have come as a consequence of the intercession from our deities. So they bring up a variety of explanations as to where these blessings have come from. They reject them coming from Allah. And instead they say it's because of such and such or because of the intercession from our deities or because we have inherited these blessings from our forefathers. So like that, all of them each of them attributes the blessing to whom he glorifies his father or forefathers, their deities, other personalities. Mutanasina Masdaraha Asahih and they ignore or neglect purposely ignore and neglect the recognition of the actual source of those blessings. They purposely ignore or neglect the actual source of those blessings. وَالْمُنْعِمُ بِهَا عَلَى الْحَقِيقَةِ وَهُوَ اللَّهُ سُبْحَانَهُ And they purposely ignore and neglect who has actually blessed them with those blessings in reality? And that is, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Kama anna ba'adahum yansibu ni'mata sayr fil bahar wa salama min khatarihi ila al-reeh wa hithq al-mallah fayakul kanat al-reeh tayyibah wal-mallah haathiqan Some of them, they attribute traveling up uh, upon the ocean and being safe from the dangers of the ocean to the winds, the favorable winds. They associate their travel upon the sea, their safe travel upon the sea to the favorable winds and to the skill of the sailors. The favorable winds and the skills of the sailors. And they say that the wind was favorable and that the sailors were skillful. And as a consequence, we've been able to go across on our journey in the ocean safely and traverse upon it safely. Also, the Sheikh says, وَمِثْلُهُ الْيَوْمِ 
ما يجري على ألسنة الكثير من نسبة حصول النعم واندفاع النقم إلى مجهود الحكومات أو الأفراد أو تقدم العلم التجريبي and the sheikh said a similar type of thing which occurs these days upon the tongues of many people is where they associate and attribute the occurrence of blessings or the removal of difficulties to the striving of their authorities, their governments uh, or individuals or because of the uh, modernization and development and increase in uh, experience and knowledge. They believe it is these types of affairs that bring them the good or remove the harm that the governments have done good and they've done this and they've done that or certain individuals have done good and they've done this and done that or that because we've increased in our knowledge and our technical understanding of things and we have more experience and therefore we've been able to do good for ourselves and remove harm. So they say for example the development in the medical field the fact that we have more knowledge when it comes to medical affairs now, it, that advancement in knowledge, has been able to overcome various illnesses, that this knowledge, this advancement in medical knowledge has been able to overcome illnesses and diseases and kill them off now. So they attribute it to the advancement in medical knowledge. And they say because of the striving of such and such an individual, because of their, um, what do they call it, the activists, all this nature and everything they do. Uh, no, uh, not campaigning, not uh, like activism or something like this. The the activism or, or you know, uh, you get these people now, they talk about the environment, so they go out and they hold rallies and they do talks and they, they put all these efforts in everywhere to raise awareness about the environment. They say these types of things, that a person has gone out there campaigning or raising awareness and because of all of those things he's done then as a consequence of it we've now been able to reduce poverty because of his campaigning and his ideas and what he's been putting out there to people it's been implemented slowly and we've been able to deal with poverty as a consequence we've been able to deal with uh, al-jahl in this case typically referring to uh, 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 illiteracy and the fact that people can't read, can't write. We've been able to deal with those types of things and now people are educated because of the striving of people and because of their campaigning on how to do things and spreading ideas. So they associate all of these things to people or to the government. The government's done good. They gave these grants. They did this. They did that. Because of that, now we've been able to do this and that. 
So everything is just associated to what they see around themselves. All the blessings, they attribute them to the, to the governments or to the people or to these individuals, these activists, whatever it might be. وَمَا أَشْبَهَ ذَلِكَ مِنَ الْأَلْفَاظِ الَّتِي يَجِبُ عَلَى الْمُسْلِمِ أَنْ يَبْتَعِدَ عَنْهَا وَيَتَحَفَّضَ مِنْهَا غَايَةَ التَّحَفَّضِ And there are other similar types of words and phrases that you hear which a Muslim needs to stay away from and needs to protect himself from absolutely. Not to say things like this, it's because of this person now that we have uh, increased our literacy rates in our country because of how uh, he went out fighting for it and he went out campaigning for it and eventually it was implemented. It's all down to him, such and such. And in these countries, you see it, they make plaques after them and they name buildings after them. It was because of him that we managed to do this and that. And the reality is not that at all. And so a Muslim does not uh, fall into that type of speech. Rather, all of these blessings and what has occurred, it is attributed to Allah. So the Muslim attributes all blessings that we have to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that the Muslim thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows his gratitude to Allah for these blessings and as for what occurs with some people and their striving and their campaigning and their work that they do or groups of people and the work that they do and breakthroughs that they make all of that is just the means that exist maybe those means come into fruition maybe there's benefit from them maybe there isn't there could be somebody campaigning for something his whole life, but it never happens. Never gets the breakthrough he's looking for. Uh, there could be groups of people campaigning for things and spreading the message, but it never breaks through. So these things are just means. Maybe those activities of theirs may end up in some breakthrough or something occurring, maybe. But that is just a means to it. We don't say it's because of them or because of him or her that this occurred. So those individuals, they are thanked in accordance to the efforts that they put in to that particular affair. So that example there about illiteracy. Imagine now there's a place where education is poor poor state of education and people are not being educated they're not learning to read and write and all of this illiteracy is widespread in that country or that region so then you have some people they campaign against this and we need better schools and we need this and we need that and maybe after a decade or two it works and the government starts doing things and they improve it so now people start saying it was because of them two decades ago they started the campaign on this it was such and such and they raised that person's name what they did, okay, they are thanked for their efforts. For their efforts of what they did, that they uh, made the awareness on that issue, 
They campaigned for that issue. We need better schools. We need this. We need that. They did all of those things. They are thanked for their efforts. But this consequence which occurred of the good schools now, the education, etc., it is not attributed to them. We don't say because of them now we have these schools that we have. Because of that person campaigning 30 years ago, we now have all of this education system. You don't say it like that. A Muslim keeps away from those types of phrases. Those people, those campaigners, etc., they are thanked for their efforts in uh, opening up this topic and opening up the issue. They are just a means. But the actual results of what occurred and the consequences, they are attributed to Allah, no doubt. لا يجوز نسبة حصول النتائج إلا إلى الله سبحانه. The actual results that were achieved, you don't say it's because of them we got the results. Rather, the results are from Allah سبحانه وتعالى. وقد ذكر الله في كتابه الكريم عن أقوام أنكروا نعمة الله عليهم. وَنَسَبُوا مَا حَصَلُوا عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْمَالِ وَالنِّعْمَةِ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ And Allah mentioned in the Qur'an about people who rejected the blessings of Allah. People who rejected the blessings of Allah and they attributed what they achieved or received or obtained from wealth and blessings to other than Allah. They attributed what they gained or obtained from wealth and blessings to other than Allah. نَسَبُوا مَا حَصَلُوا عَلَيْهِ مِنَ الْمَالِ وَالنِّعْمَةِ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِ اللَّهِ إِمَّا إِلَىٰ كَوْنِهِمْ يَسْتَحِقُّونَهَا Either some of them, they began to say, we deserve this. It's our own skill and our own efforts. We've deserved this for ourselves. These blessings are from our striving. We deserve them. So it's as though they are attributing the blessings to themselves. We've worked hard and we've done this and I've been doing this for 10 years. Now that I've got this, I deserve it. As though he feels like he has done it for himself. That he has achieved these blessings for himself. Rather, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who provided the blessings for him. Or that they may think it's because of their experience, their knowledge, their skills, that they believe they have achieved what they have achieved, that they believe. The blessings they have now are as a consequence of their skill and their knowledge and their ability and how smart they were with their business and this and that. They believe they have earned it for themselves. That these blessings, they deserve them, they've earned them for themselves. And that is a mistake that a person thinks in this way that he has earned the blessings for himself. He deserves what he's got right now. He's deserved it for himself. Earned it with his own hard work for himself. A person doesn't think in that way. Rather, whatever you've done, whatever skills you've got, whatever abilities you've got, however smart you may be with your business or whatever, in the end, the results, they came to you by the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Could be a person with the greatest of skill and ability and he doesn't achieve anything. 
The other day, this example they mentioned of a person whose wage is maybe a million pounds a year, and yet apparently he was stealing sandwiches from the cafe where he works. So in the end, no matter what you are doing, what your skills are, your end results, you see that the people, they become attached to their wealth, thinking we've earned this for ourselves, we deserve this, we've worked hard for this, it's ours. And the reality is whatever you've done, it isn't yours, you've done the means, but then it is Allah who blessed you if you have been blessed and whatever you have been blessed with. The Shaykh mentions on that point, وَمَا أَحْرَى هَؤُلَا إِلَّذِينَ اغْتَرُوا فِي زَمَانِنَا بِمَا تَوَصَّلُوا إِلَيْهِ مِنْ مُخْتَرَعَاتِ وَقُدَرَاتِ أَقْدَرَهُمُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهَا امْتِحَانًا لَهُمْ فَلَمْ يَشْكُرُوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهُ The Shaykh says these days, uh, some of the people have become deceived with themselves. Because of all this modernization and technology and skills and abilities that we now have that Allah has given us, some of the people they think that as a consequence, as a consequence, it is these skills and knowledge and development and technology that they've developed that has brought them their blessings, their wealth and their riches. And they do not thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they have begun to be proud, proud of themselves as though they've earned this for themselves and they've developed all this technology and modernization and advancement. And so they become transgressive upon the earth in arrogance, in haughtiness, thinking they're rich now and they've earned it and they've got all this wealth. And so they go out behaving in a way that is not befitting in arrogance and haughtiness and transgression. And so they have that haughtiness upon the servants of Allah. Have that arrogance upon the servants of Allah. How deserving they are of punishment. That's their end result. Those who believe they have earned for themselves through their skills, through their efforts, that they deserve the blessings they've got, they've earned the blessings for themselves, and they become arrogant and haughty and transgressive, then the shaykh says, how deserving they are in reality of punishment then. And then he gives uh, some examples from the time of the people of Ad, uh, and then he mentions uh, the famous narration which is often quoted for this topic, the topic of associating blessings to other than Allah, and that is the narration of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu, annahu sami'a, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that Abu Hurairah heard the Prophet sallallahu say, إِنَّ ثَلَاثَةً مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ أَبْرَصْ أَقْرَعْ وَأَعْمَى That there were three individuals from Bani Israel. There were three individuals. The Prophet ﷺ is mentioning this story, this narration, 
that there were three individuals from Bani Israel, an Abras, an Aqra' and an A'ma. One of them was a leper, one of them was bold, and one was blind. A leper, and a bold man, and a blind man. فَأَرَادَ اللَّهُ So Allah wanted to test them. فَبَعَثَ إِلَيْهِمْ مَلَكًا So Allah sent an angel to them. Allah sent an angel to them. فَأَتَى الْأَبْرَصِ So the angel came to the leper. Leprosy, you know leprosy when you have the skin disease. Leprosy. When you have a skin disease and all your skin is not right, it's all looks different and it looks disgusting. So one of them, he had this leprosy. He was a leper. So the angel went to the leper فقال, and said to him, What is the most beloved thing to you? He went to the leper and said to him, What is the most beloved thing to you? قال لون حسن وجلد حسن ويذهب عني الذي قد قذرني الناس به He said I wish to have a beautiful complexion a beautiful color and beautiful skin because he had leprosy which made his skin not beautiful He said I wish I had the beautiful skin and beautiful color and that this disease which the people find disgusting in me that it go away قال فمسحه فذهب عنه قذره So then the angel wiped him and this affair which was disgusting to him on his skin it was all the skin was not good it all healed up it went all of that went disappeared from his skin فأعطي لونا حسنا وجلدا حسنا and he was given a beautiful complexion a beautiful color and a beautiful skin. Then the angel says to him, what's the best type of wealth you would like to have? What's the most beloved wealth to you? Possessions. What's the most beloved possession you would want? The most beloved wealth you would want? He said camels, and maybe it could have been cows. There's a, a doubt from the narrator. So he was given a pregnant camel. And the angel said to him, may Allah give you baraka in it. May Allah give you blessing in it. May Allah bless you in this camel. So imagine here now what's happening so far. There was this man with a disease on his skin. And Allah wanted to test him. So Allah sent an angel to him. And the angel was just asking him these questions. The first one was, what is the most beloved thing you would want? He said, I would want that my skin become beautiful again. That it be a good color and good complexion, good skin. 
So the angel wiped him and the disease went away. His skin was beautiful. Then the angel said to him, which type of thing would you like the most? Which wealth would you like the most? And he said, camels or cows, as the narration has doubt, the narrator has doubt. So then he was given a pregnant camel. And then the angel said, may Allah bless you in that. So he's now ended up with beautiful skin cured. And he's got a pregnant camel as well, which is going to give birth and more camels are going to come. It's going to end up with a lot of camels. So everything has changed for him. He's been given all these blessings. He's been given all those blessings now. Then the hadith carries on. The angel goes to the next man who was the bold man. But we'll begin with that part of the hadith after the prayer. We'll do the prayer, then we'll carry on with the next part of the hadith and what happens with the other two men, insha'Allah. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. So carrying on with the narration that we were mentioning before the prayer, the hadith of Abu Hurairah, radiyallahu anhu, where it mentions about the three men from Bani Israel that Allah wanted to test. The first one had the leprosy, the skin disease. And so Allah sent an angel to him. The angel said to him, what is the most beloved thing you would want? He said, beautiful skin and that this disease goes away so he was given that, and then the angel said, what's the most wealth you would want? He said, camels or cows, and he was given a pregnant camel, and the angel said, may Allah bless you in it. Then, the angel came to the bold man, the one who had lost his hair. What is the most beloved thing to you? قال شعر حسن ويذهب عني الذي قذرني الناس به He said that I wish I had beautiful hair because he was bold. I wish I had beautiful hair and for this to go away, this boldness that the people find disgusting of me. فمسحاه فذهب عنه so the angel wiped him and it disappeared. And he was given beautiful hair. Then the angel said to him, What's the most beloved wealth to you? He said cows or camels, and he was given a pregnant cow. The angel made dua for him and said, May Allah put barakah, blessings, into this for you, into this wealth for you, into this affair of yours for you. Then after that, the angel went to the third man, and the third man was the, the blind man. So then the angel went to the blind man, فَأَتَى الْأَعْمَى 
فقال أي شيء أحب إليك what is the most beloved thing for you قال أن يرد الله أن يرد الله إلي بصري فأبصر به الناس that Allah returns my eyesight to me so that I can then see the people فَمَسَحَهُ فَرَدَّ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ بَصَرَهُ So then the angel wiped him and his eyesight was returned to him. He could see again. قَالْ فَأَيُّ الْمَالِ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ The angel then says to him the same thing, which wealth is most beloved to you? قَالْ الْغَنَمْ He said the sheep. فَأُعْطِيَ شَاتًا وَالِدًا So then he was given a sheep and he was given with the offspring. فَأَنْتَجَ هَذَانِ وَوَلَدَ هَذَا So then all of those animals, the camels, offspring occurred, the cows, offspring occurred, the sheep offspring occurred. So from one camel it became many camels, one cow, it ended up many cows, one sheep, then ended up many sheep in the end. فَكَانَ لِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْإِبِلِ وَلِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْبَقَرِ وَلِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْغَنَمِ So the first one ended up with a valley full of camels. And the second one with a valley full of cows. And the third one with a valley full of sheep. قال ثم إنه أتى الأبرص في سورته وهيئته. So then the angel goes to the man who used to have the skin condition, the first man. The angel goes to him in his appearance. And he says to him that I am Rajulun Miskin Qadin Qata'at Biyal Hibal Fi Safari Fala Balaha Lil Yom Illa Billahi Thumabik Asaluka Billahi Aataka Alone Al Hassan Wal Jild Al Hassan Wal Mal Bairan Awal Mal Bairan Atabalahu Bihi Fi Safari so the angel, who's now in this appearance of how the man used to be, says to him that I am a poor man in this poor state, that my ability to travel has been cut off, meaning his means of travel were no longer available to him. His means of travel were no longer available. Maybe he had a camel, but the camel died or something, so now he can't carry on. That's the meaning of inqata'a. His means of travel were no longer available to him. So he said, He said, there's no way for me to get home today. There's no way for me to continue and get home. Except uh, today after, the, uh, after Allah, then you. Allah is the only uh, a way for me to get home now. If Allah provides me something and then after that you, meaning the means from you. So I ask you, by the one who gave you this beautiful skin and beautiful color, 
and well, I ask you for one camel so that I can get back home, so that I can carry on on my journey. How many camels did he have right now? A valley full. He had a valley full of camels. Now he asks him for one. He asks him for one camel. But the man replies and tells him, I have so many responsibilities though. I have so many responsibilities. Meaning he's trying to tell him, I can't even give you one camel. I have too many responsibilities I have to look after. Even one camel, I can't give it to you. So then the angel says to him, He says, don't I know you? It's as though I know you. Were you not the one who was the leper? And the people used to find you disgusting and you were poor. And then Allah gave you all of this wealth. He says to him in reply, the man, Innama. He says, rather. Because after the angel tells him, weren't you the one who was the leper and poor? And then Allah gave you all of this. He replies back and says, no, I inherited all of this wealth. I inherited it all. Kabiran an kabir. I got all of this wealth inherited. فقال, so then the angel says to him, in kunta kathiban, if you're lying, then may Allah return you back to what you used to be, how you used to be. Then, So then the angel goes to the bold man who used to be the bold man. In his appearance, poor everything tells him, I'm trying to get home, but all of my means are gone. Can I take just one cow? How many cows did he have now? A valley full of them. He tells him the same, but I got so many responsibilities, I can't give you even one cow. So then the angel says, don't I know you? Weren't you the bold man? And then Allah blessed you with the beautiful complexion and hair and gave you all of this wealth. He says, no, I got all of this from my forefathers. I inherited it all. So then the angel says to him the same in Kunta Kadiban Allahu Kunt that if you're lying then may Allah return you back to how you used to be. And then the angel goes to the third one, the blind one, who used to be blind. Goes to him in his appearance, same thing says, I'm traveling poor, don't have any means to get home, and there's no other way now except after Allah than you. So I ask you by the one who gave your eyesight back that you allow me to take one sheep so I can get home. One sheep that will help him carry the things, etc. And then he can get home. So then that man says, He said, I used to be blind. And then Allah returned my eyesight to me. So take whatever you want. He said, by Allah, I'm not going to put up a fight or prevent you from anything which I have taken uh, because of Allah, from Allah. 
that I have taken from Allah. Or rather, that I will not prevent you from taking anything you take for the sake of Allah. That I will not prevent you from taking anything that you take for the sake of Allah. فَقَالْ أَمْسِكْ مَالَكْ He tells him, keep it, keep hold of it. Meaning he doesn't really want to take any sheep. He says, keep hold of it. فَإِنَّمَا بُتُلِيتُمْ He says, what's actually happened is you've all been tested. فَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْكَ And Allah is pleased with you. وَسَخَطَ عَلَى صَاحِبَيْكَ But is angry at your two other companions. The one who used to be the leper and the one who used to be the bold man. Because those other two rejected the blessings of Allah. They attributed them to themselves. Said we inherited it from our forefathers when actually they hadn't. They'd been blessed by Allah with those blessings. But the third man accepted everything. Said yes, Allah gave me all of this. And I'm not going to prevent you. You can take what you want. It is all blessing of Allah to me. So then the angel tells him, Allah is pleased with you, but angered at the other two. وَهَذَا حَدِيثٌ عَظِيمٌ فِيهِ مُعْتَبَرٌ فَإِنَّ الْأَوَّلِينَ الْأَوَّلَينَ جَحَدَا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ That the first two, they rejected the blessing of Allah. وَلَمْ يَنْسَبَاهَا إِلَيْهِ And they didn't associate it to Allah, attribute it to Allah. وَمَنَعَا حَقَّ اللَّهِ فِي مَالِهِمَا And they refused the right of Allah in their wealth. They wouldn't give that man anything. فَحَلَّ عَلَيْهِمَا سَخَطُ اللَّهِ So the anger of Allah was upon them. وَسُلِبَتْ مِنْهُمَ النِّعْمَةِ And the blessing was taken from them. But as for the other one, اِعْتَرَفَ بِنِعْمَةِ اللَّهِ الْآخَرِ the last one, he accepted and acknowledged the blessing of Allah. وَنَسَبَهَا إِلَيْهِ And he attributed the blessing to Allah. وَأَدَّ حَقَّ اللَّهِ فِيهَا And he performed the right of Allah upon it. He gave that man what he wanted. فَاسْتَحَقَّ الرِّضَى مِنَ اللَّهِ And so he was deserving of the pleasure of Allah. وَفَّرَ اللَّهُ مَا لَهُ لِقِيَامِهِ بِشُكْرِ النِّعْمَةِ and so Allah expanded and gave him that wealth and allowed that wealth to remain with him because he was grateful to Allah and accepting of what the blessing was and where it came from. Ibn al-Qayyim said, Aslu al-shukr huwa l-i'tiraf bi-in'am al-mun'im ala wajhi al-khudu' lahu wal-dhul wal-mahabbah that the core and the basis of thankfulness, of gratitude is to acknowledge the blessings that have come from the one who has blessed you upon a manner of submission and love. That you have your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and recognizing he has blessed you with these blessings. فَمَنْ لَمْ يَعْرِفَ النِّعْمَةِ بَلْ كَانَ جَاهِلًا بِهَا لَمْ يَشْكُرْهَا so whomsoever does not recognize that blessing and is ignorant of it, then he hasn't thanked Allah for it. وَمَنْ عَرَفَهَا وَلَمْ يَعْرِفَ الْمُنْعِمْ بِهَا لَمْ يَشْكُرْهَا أَيْضًا And whomsoever recognizes the blessing but doesn't recognize who has blessed him with it, then he can't thank Allah for it then. And he won't be thankful to Allah for it then. وَمَنْ عَرَفَ النِّعْمَ وَالْمُنْعِمْ لَكِنْ جَحَدَهَا 
كما يجحد المنكر النعمة والمنعم عليه بها but as for the one who knows the blessing and knows who it came from from Allah but rejects that rejects that blessing and attribute, uh, attribution of it to Allah فَقَدْ كَفَرَهَا then that is the type of person who has uh, rejected that blessing has not acknowledged and attributed it to Allah وَمَنْ عَرَفَ النِّعْمَةَ وَالْمُنْعِمْ بِهَا وَأَقَرَّ بِهَا وَلَمْ يَجْحَدْهَا So whomsoever knows the blessing and who has blessed him with it and acknowledges it and does not reject it وَلَكِنْ لَمْ يَخْضَعْ لَهُ وَلَمْ يُحِبَّهُ وَيَرْضَ بِهِ عَنْهُ But he doesn't submit to Allah and does not love Allah and is not content upon that then he has not thanked either وَمَنْ عَرَفَهَا وَعَرَفَ الْمُنْعِمْ بِهَا وَأَقَرَّ بِهَا وَخَضَعَ لِلْمُنْعِمِ بِهَا وَحَبَّهُ وَرَضِيَ بِهِ وَعَنْهُ وَاسْتَعْمَلَهَا فِي مَحَبَّتِهِ وَطَاعَتِهِ فَهَذَا هُوَ الشَّاكِرُ لَهَا As for the person who recognizes the blessing, recognizes where it's come from, from Allah, acknowledges that, submits to Allah, loves Allah, has the, the uh, to be content with, with that, and uses that in the obedience to Allah, that blessing, then that is the one who is in reality grateful to Allah for the blessing. So to thank Allah, you have to have that acknowledgement in the heart regarding that blessing and regarding who it's come from. And your actions, they follow on from your knowledge. Uh, and the meaning of that is that when you recognize that this blessing, what it is, who it's come from, from Allah to you, you recognize all of that, then you will submit to Allah, recognizing that all of these blessings are coming from Allah. And so then your actions will be in line. So then you will be inclined to the one who gave you that blessing, Allah and you will love him and you will submit to him. So with the blessings, you must recognize them and you must recognize that they are coming from Allah to you and you must be pleased with them and you submit to Allah and you use those blessings in the obedience to Allah. Then all of those are the signs of you being grateful and thankful for those blessings. It is therefore something from the heart Thankfulness to Allah, gratitude to Allah for blessings is something which emanates from the heart. That is the end of that section. That was the last one. The new section then will begin with next time, which is the section regarding ashirkul asghar, the different types of minor shirk. The different types of minor shirk that's what we'll begin with next time, insha'Allah ta'ala. Any questions then before we round off today? What do you mean? No, definitely, yeah. When you look in the definitions in the books, in Aqeedah, other books, when they talk about Alhamd and they talk about Al-Shukr, there is a difference. Uh, I forgot which way around, but one of them it indicates that you do it with love, that there is a love and there is a submission with it, and the other is more general. Alhamdulillah, huh? alhamdulillah.
with love that it's done with the love with the submission and the love whereas a shukr it's more, you can put it more like a thana when you talk about it linguistically and it doesn't necessitate the love but in this case what we're talking about it is that same uh, act of worship that you're doing it with the love and the submission anything else All right, we'll round off on that today. Next week we start with the chapter about the minor shirk. All of the different types of minor shirk, very important because they could be things that people don't realize. Could be doing things and you don't realize it's a type of minor shirk. So we'll begin that next week, inshallah. We'll conclude upon that for today.